Sometimes it feels like the sun will never rise, like the birds will never sing again. That's right. When you don't know what to do, just keep on breathing. From the City of Angels in Los Angeles, welcome to all my listeners out there in Radio Land. I'm Dave, the Caregiver's Caregiver at caregiverdave.com. And we are coming to you live and on demand 24-7 on numerous syndicated radio and podcast networks on 26 global audio video platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Vimeo, Stitcher Radio, Blog Talk Radio, and many, many more. In fact, we are proud to be voted number one caregiver podcast on Feedspot out of thousands, and also the number one caregiver podcast of the top 50 on Player FM. And we do have an especially exciting show planned for you today. Steve Powell, the founder of Indeed Lift, the leading manufacturer of human floor lifts that are designed to safely and comfortably lift seniors or others with mobility issues off the floor after falling. And it's a very valuable thing to have, I know, because my wife falls on occasion and uh you know it's it's pretty challenging to get her up <laughs> but before we get started i do want to take this moment to thank my last week's guest simon gidney offers caregivers a game and activity therapy system called the mind to care now just a reminder you can listen to that interview and all our interviews including today's on caregiverdave.com or any of the other 26 global audio video platforms i mentioned all right, enough of that. Steve, so great to have you on the Caregiver Dave Show. Thank you very much for having me. And I always like to ask my guest just who is Steve Powell and why was he placed on this earth? Well, I was a technology guy for all of my professional career until I was in the late 50s. And then I ran into this problem with both of my parents falling down regularly and not having any way of getting them up safely. And so I made it my sure to find an answer for them and I built a solution and talking with others about my solution to help people off the floor uh, it became obvious that my my two parents were not the only folks who fell on the floor and couldn't get up in fact there's many neuromuscular diseases there are people that are, oh. that are wheelchair bound that, uh, that that have to transfer to commode in bed and and inevitably they fall and they need help getting up and and caregivers are damaging themselves regularly by lifting heavy patients without right. the ability to help themselves. And so I couldn't find an answer. So I designed one that was in 2014. And here we are 10 years later, and uh, we're selling them all around the planet. Well, you knew about the lifts that were on the market at that time, right? Did you consider yeah. them before you went and invented the something? Sure. So we, we had Hoyer lifts and, uh, we had a Hoyer lift for my dad, who was uh, a fairly heavy guy, not very tall, but pretty heavy. And he had uh, spot dementia and he had, he was on dialysis and a number of other things. And he'd wake up in the middle of the night and he'd go to the bathroom and he'd try to jump out of bed and go to the bathroom. And then he realized his feet were uh, suffering from edema and he couldn't actually walk to the bathroom. He would end up on the floor. So yeah. for a while, we, we attempted with a Hoyer lift to get him up and we were successful with that a couple of times, but that requires multiple people and getting a person into a sling and then jacking them up and hanging in the air and finding a way to transfer them to some mobile device. 
that uh, was less than desirable because my dad really wanted to be able to get it by himself. My mother lived up by herself and needed to be able to get it by herself. So I set off to make a device that people could help themselves with in contrast to calling for outside services like 911. So have you ever invented a device before or this was your first? No, I'm, I've actually invented a number of technology devices. I was hmm. a high-tech kind of guy since the early 80s, and I've yeah, got that a, kind of guy, huh? <laughs> a, a number of divine, design kind of things behind me and always solutions for someone, making money for some corporation somewhere. And then I got involved with uh, making machines that help people live independently, safely, safely. and really? now I've found my calling. My calling is to help people off the floor, and we're changing the way we manage fall recovery. We in our country spend millions and millions of dollars every year teaching people how to make their houses safer and how to get rid of the rugs that they trip over and everything that we can teach them to be safer at home. But that doesn't keep them from falling down because neuropathy and disease and osteoarthritis and uh, Meniere syndrome and so many things cause people to fall down. And there's a lot of reasons people can't get up without some help. Well, how did you how did you come up with the idea? Was there anything like it on the market? Um, how did you come up with the idea? Well, there was not the, that was the problem. I was looking for there was there were lifts that lift forklifts and there's lifts that, that lift fruit boxes and there's lifts that lift all sorts of things, but there was nothing configured to help humans. So but this is like a it, uh, the the principle is almost like a forklift, isn't it? A flat forklift. It is kind of like a flat forklift, and it's a but it's a people a people picker upper, and it's got the things to assist those folks so that they can be safe getting up and then stand up uh -huh. safely from there. So we can go through the detail, but it's a it's pretty straightforward and product. You, and you had the knowledge to make a prototype and and engineer it and, and market it and, and all that stuff, huh? Sure. Well, we first started. I wasn't intending to market it when I first started. I was just trying to have a solution for my mother and my father. And then talking with folks, we find that millions of people fall down many, many times during the course of a year. And uh, so I decided to make one that was going to be very helpful for folks to get up off their feet mm. themselves. Most people want to stay at home. Nobody sure. wants to go somewhere else. We need to provide tools to keep them safely at home. And that's what my goal was. So um, it's, it's still, I mean, it's patentable, right? And you have a it patent on it, and nobody has patent. copied it as of yet? There are a couple of knockoff copies that are some cheap plastic ones that are kind of like bathroom lifts. Uh, but there's nothing that has all the features that are necessary to get somebody up safely that's by themselves. And uh, so while we, we're the only game in town for the kind of lift functionality that we have, we now sell them to assisted living facilities, residential facilities, yeah. care facilities, as well as we have been, we've been selling to fire departments now for almost wow. 10 years, machines that they put on their truck because they're the ones that are going on the lift assist sure. calls. So we have a machine that allows them to roll it over to their heavy patient that's on the floor, tilt the patient on and push the button and it picks them up so we don't hurt the firefighters. <laughs> so how much does it weigh? The fire department version is 50 pounds. The home version is 60 or 79 pounds uh, and, and the basic home unit will pick up somebody up to 300 and 350 pounds and um, will uh, safely do that so they can stand up and walk away. Wow, that's amazing. 
Um, and what what part? What kind of a patent did you get? I mean, what part of it is patentable? What part of it is not patentable? Because you said there was some knockoffs. Are they allowed to even copy it or make so a knockoff? They, they they don't use the same kind of technology that we do. So we have a linear actuator on in a bearing block that allows the seat to raise from the floor on a on a single column. And so it's some unique combination of things that was that caused the patent office to say, you really did build a better mousetrap. And they gave me the <laughs> first patent. Then we got a second patent. Then we followed that up with, with planning to work in Europe. So we got a patent in Europe. And right now we're waiting for two more that are anticipated because we, in our last 10 years of building things, we found some other features that make them even more safe for people who are trying to stand up completely. There's a lot of neuromuscular diseases out there and people are not able to get up safely. Yeah. They would like to walk around because mobility is very important for health, but they didn't have a way to do that. And we have a machine now that will pick you up from the floor if you're on the floor, but it will pick you up from the commode or your wheelchair and it will stand you completely up so you can walk away. And so that's wow. the newest patents are related to those standing machines. Well, that's the benefit of being first on the market. You're so far ahead of anybody else who tries to be, you know, the Johnny come lately and um, you'll always be ahead of them. And so uh, that's, that's great to know. I, I think I saw your product at a mobility expo that I was uh, uh, a part of. I, I, you know, I was pushing my, my caregiver uh, Acapulco retreats uh, last year and uh, I, I saw it and I says, wow, cause my wife had a stroke and she's paralyzed on one side and every now and then she falls and sometimes she falls a few times in a short period of time. Then we'll go a long time before we, you know, need to pick her up again. And then it'll happen again. And like you, I had a Hoyer lift. I still do, actually. But it's so burdensome. You know, it's so big. I, you can't keep it in the house. You got to leave it outside. Then, you know, when the thing happens, I got to go outside and try to get it in the house without uh, damaging any piece of furniture. Because like I said, it's so big. And poor thing, she's still on the floor waiting for me. Then I got to get the lift, uh, the the harness, you know, and set that up. Then I got to, you know, oh, it's just a mess. And then try to explain this to, to someone who takes your place while you're out of town. Uh, it's like impossible. But yours sounds just really, really simple and easy. I don't know why somebody didn't think of that themselves. <laughs> well, that's what I'm, uh, that was my take. I, and I <clears throat> there must be something out there to do this job. And I couldn't find one. And I thought, well, then I'm going to make one. So we developed them first for care facilities and then for fire departments. And the we've got 12,000 machines in the field today. And oh. 11,000 of them are in people's homes so that they can get up off the floor. Wow. By and what period of time did you sell 12,000? We started selling machines in 2016. And we have been uh, selling now. We've just gone offshore with manufacturing so that we can have a more competitive price. We started building things in California, which was not a real economic choice that was beneficial for the long term. But we're now building them and we can offer them much more competitively for mm -hmm. many more people who need help getting up. So your sales are increasing year after year, it sounds like. Absolutely. And now we've got... Good for because you. Of, because of the nature of safety requirements for patient handling... The OSHA came up with a new set of guidelines, and our lifts actually allow healthcare providers to comply with OSHA safety standards with regard to lifting patients. So wow. it's just just a helpful tool. 
Wow. And how, has your mother fallen since you've gotten this machine? <laughs> so she she was the first one to get one her machine that was put on. I, I started with a machine that you could mount to a wall in the hallway, so it didn't take up any space. Mm. And after I mounted that machine, she didn't fall for nine months. So <laughs> it was a so it was a fall prevention device. But then she did fall and she called me up and said, Steve, you gotta come get me. I'm on the floor. And she called back five minutes later and said, oh, never mind. I scooted over to your machine and it picked me up. And now I don't need you to come help me up. And that was a defining moment in my career because I had actually picked up my mother who has fallen on her own at her home. She got herself up off the floor and on with her day without any outside assistance. And how old was she? She was at that point. She was 83. Wow. Is she still alive? She just died on November or on December 18th. And in October, she actually had three falling incidents where she and her caregiver got her up and back to bed using our machine, but mm -hmm. her health was failing and, and then she passed in December. What was her ailment? Her, well, she was 91 and she had a number of, number okay. of medical issues that were, were. So your original, your original one was mounted to a wall. Uh, now they're portable. Uh, they are wheels. You can wheel them wherever you want. They're, they're kind of like the same size as the vacuum cleaner. And if you want, you can put them in your hall closet. They have a lithium ion battery that you charge up and they'll pick you up 30 different times. And so they roll around. And uh, if if mom can't pick up pop, mom can certainly roll the machine over to him and the machine will pick her up. And if wow. pop is alone, you leave it in a central location and pop can scoot over and pick himself up. Yeah. Well, that's amazing for being 50 or 60 pounds. Um, so... I, you're, are you still a caregiver? I am. Uh, I, well, you can't now. My later, well, up, up until December 18th, my mother was my the person I was responsible for care for, and I wasn't the only caregiver. I We hired other caregivers to participate yeah. with, with things like showers and baths and taking well, care. Well, now you can afford it because you're making sales. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, well, we're, we're, the goal is not so much to make money as it is to help people get off the floor. Sure, sure. But making money does help. It helps pay making, the bills. Making money helps. You got to pay the bills no matter what. And so while I'm fully capable of retiring and had I the desire, I found so much satisfaction in helping folks. And more we get, if you were to Google Indie Lift reviews, you'll find hundreds of reviews where people's lives have been changed and made better by our devices. And that's what keeps me going today because I'm going to yeah. continue to do this till I can't do it anymore. Now, how many, what percentage of people uh, are injured when they fall? Because not everybody is injured, but there's other impacts of uh, falling for seniors. Uh. Sure. There's a bunch of impacts, and but it ends up being that about 94% of all falls do not actually result in an injury that requires medical well, attention. Thank God for that. I know my wife just gets black and blue, but she's basically okay each time she falls. Right. Well, that's it. People fall down. They slip out of their bed as they're trying to get to the bathroom in the middle of the night. They yeah, trip well, over the rug. There's many, many reasons that that happens, but most of them aren't getting injured. And while you can see the CDC says 20% are being injured, I can tell you that we have people that fall over and over and over again, and we pick them back up, and they're not getting outside services. Their self-assessing is not being injured to the point of needing medical care, and right. they go on with their day. Yeah, same here. Um, 
Can you um, can you talk about uh, what what other impacts there were? You said there are other impacts of falling. Sure. So falling is not typically the thing that causes the worst problems in me with medical conditions. Falling and being on the ground for an extended period of time, the body starts to shut down. If you're on the really? floor for two hours, if you're on the, if you're 80 years old and you're on the floor for two hours, your body starts to ache. And if you're on the floor for four hours, your body starts to shut down. And if we can't get you up and back to normal moving around, you might not be able to stop the process, which moves forward at the end of life. So wow. it's not falling so much as not being able to get up that creates the problem. How does the body know you're down on the ground and can't get up? <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't answer that question, but I can tell you that I have an aunt that fell and couldn't get up. And they found her two weeks later and she had been gone for some time and it was wow. really not a very nice sight. And although I had no idea at the time that that happened, that I would be in the business of helping people up, uh, I have uh, experience with a couple of aunts and both of my parents, all of who fell on a regular basis. And and now it's my mission in life is to help people up. Yeah. And I'm a caregiver. And I, 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 I probably have hurt myself. My back is not in the greatest of shape. And all the times that, you know, she slipped out of her wheelchair or, or I, I, kept her from falling by you know she's like i didn't hit the ground yet and i'm pushing i'm pushing i'm pushing uh there's a danger to caregivers isn't there there is in fact one of the primary reasons that osha came out with a new set of safe patient handling guidelines is because a quarter of a million healthcare workers were being damaged annually and more than a hundred thousand of them with permanent disabilities because mm -hmm. they're lifting patients and it's part of the day-to-day -day routine so now we use the, we're, we're providing a tool. As an example, remember the jaws of life? You've heard about that. They yeah. cut cars open. Well, we didn't have the jaws of life and more people died. But when the jaws of life came out, they made them work. And well, any lift doesn't save your life initially, but it certainly gets you back up off the floor and it solves a problem that otherwise was unsolvable without actually hurting human beings. So we, we maintain that we can keep we can eliminate the risk of injury to the caregiver and the patient by using the appropriate tools. Wow. And you've got thousands of people using this thing, huh? Oh, absolutely. And you can, like I say, there's a, when we have now, we just had an interview with some folks at a, in a Denver TV station and a place where they had uh, 19 care facilities who have deployed our machines in every one of them because now they get their people up off the floor without calling 911. Mm. And, and again, if the caregiver happens to be working at a care facility, now you've got a worker's comp claim on your hands, uh, you know, if, um, if they injure themselves uh, picking someone up. I bet you sell a lot of these to facilities, yes? Yes, indeed. In fact, because of the safe patient handling rules of OSHA, we are now starting to see active movement towards requiring tools to lift people up. In fact, in Wisconsin right now, there have been two bills introduced, one for a pilot program and a second mandating care facilities that are licensed to have the ability to pick up patients off of the floor because the fire department could park their truck in front of that place and use it. They're going two or three or four day, times a day to these facilities to pick people up that have fallen over and all they need is to be helped up. 
and we have tools that can now do that. They're making laws requiring care facilities to have the right tools to safely manage people who have fallen. Mm. And we're seeing that happening all over the country. Yeah, that's so true. My wife was visiting her aunt and she rolled out of bed. And my aunt is, you know, pretty frail. They didn't know what to do. So they called the fire department. And, uh, you know, these big burly guys, which they enjoyed uh, looking at them, <laughs> nice. them up and they said, yeah, yeah, call us anytime. Don't feel bad about this, you know. But uh, they just use their brute strength. But every single fireman that I know and woman, uh, and I know a few of them, are uh, retiring early because of bad backs. Because it's a tough job, isn't it? It's a tough job. And lift assist calls are somewhere between 15 and 20 percent of all of their activity. And Wow, I didn't know that. They're, the numbers are very high. And I could give you lots of statistics that we probably don't have time for today. But there's there's a real serious problem. It's a societal problem. And now with the introduction of the appropriate technology, we are solving the problem in a different way than we've done in the last 50 years. So this really sounds revolutionary. It's a better mousetrap. It's um, it's new technology, and it's lightweight. It's portable. Yeah, you got a picture there. You can just hold up to the camera. You can see it. It really does look like a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> it's like a vacuum cleaner. Wow! And it's got rises handles to help the folks get on the machine and to help them stand up when they re- when they get up in a higher location. And it's. We have thought through every possible combination of people that are falling down and what they might need. And we took input for the first five years. And now we have a machine that does the job and it's becoming more cost effective. And by the way, we're we're working right now on getting Hixpix codes for Medicare so they can be directly prescribable. Oh, wow. How long will that take, do you think? Well, we've been working on it two years and we just recently got the final notice that we are now in review. We've, we've made it through all the hoops, and we're now in a review stage. So sometime by the end of this year, we may actually have them orderable, prescribable by doctors. Right now, uh, Medicare will, will reimburse up to 80% for the appropriate medical diagnoses and prescriptions. Really? Yes. So people with inclusion body myositis, people with muscular dystrophy, people with muscular sclerosis, they have a real need, and doctors can prescribe our device, and uh, a person can buy it and submit money or submit the receipts and doctor's certifications and, and apply for reimbursement up to 80% on the durable medical equipment of Part B of Medicare. Wow. So all I got to do is tell my doctor, my wife keeps falling, uh, this device is out, uh, can you prescribe it? They write a prescription, that's it? Send it to Medicare? And well, so there will be that now. That's what the goal is. But right now, they don't have that step in place because we don't have specific Hixpix codes for our machines. But there are generic ones, and you can re- apply for reimbursement. And they have paid eighty percent on reimbursement for folks with inclusion body myositis, muscular dystrophy, muscular sclerosis, ALS, huh. of, of Parkinson's. If you have a medical need, they have the ability to pay for it. Well, Steve, you're amazing. You're a genius. Uh, God bless you for doing this. And uh, I can't believe how fast our time has gone today. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And is there anything else that I uh, didn't cover that you wished I did before we say goodbye? The bottom line is that we've been dealing with falling down people across the planet for since we've had people. And we now actually have technology that helps make that a 
problem that is no longer harrowing and scary. It is something we can just get on with our day moments later. And we think every care facility should have it. Every hospital should have it. And they're, they're catching on and they're they're That's happening now. So we're doing a good job there. The need is there. We have an answer. And I thank you for sharing our answer with your. No problem. How can listeners get a hold of you uh, if they want to learn more about this or actually buy one? Indelift.com. I-N-D-E-E-L-I-F-T.com. Or if you look for Indelift or Fall Recovery, there are a number of dealers across the country that sell our machines and we have European distribution. Oh, really? We have Canadian distribution. And uh, we actually, the patents in Europe required us to bring them to market. And so we now have, uh, we are actually medically certified in Europe and we can sell our machines to all the European countries uh, and get medical support from their social services. So some, if somebody Googles that, they can probably find a, a, um, a retail place where they can just go there and buy it, huh? There, is, there are those, but we actually drop ship them. Our consumer models are shippable via UPS and FedEx. Nice. And right now we have a, we've got a special pricing going on right now that's $12.95 for the basic machine to pick up a 300-pound person off the floor. And, and for those who need to stand up, we've got it for $14.95. And it's a really elegant answer. That's a good price. It's a good price. Yeah, the the Hoyer lifts are much, much more. As well as there are other devices that are not specifically designed to do what we do. Ours mm. is a purpose-built device made specifically to help people up off the floor, but not just with caregivers, but by themselves, self-operated. Wow. Well, thank you again. It was a great show, a great interview, and very informative. And to everyone out there, remember all our live shows become recorded pod and video casts on your favorite platforms. Uh, my number one best-selling book, Secrets from the Hammock, Uncommon Wisdom for Uncommon Times, is spreading wisdom all over the world, and it's available on Kindle, Audible, hardcover, paperback, wherever books are sold, and also on my free membership website, caregiverdave.com, where you can also schedule a free 30-minute initial coaching call to talk about whatever it is you're struggling with. A uh, 30-minute call can often give you some wisdom to resolve a debilitating problem, Again, that's caregiverdave.com. And don't forget my Caregiver Dave po- uh, Facebook online community of 34,000 caregivers. Lots of tools, resources, videos, this radio show, and much, much more. And did you know that if you click the like or follow button on whatever platform you're watching or listening to this interview on, it helps us reach even more caregivers by improving Google's search engine algorithms. So a true heartfelt thank you to all my listeners out there all over the world for tuning in every Wednesday and making us the number one caregiver radio show on the internet. So until next week, same time, same channel. May God richly bless you all. Bye-bye. We are a community of caregivers that understands and supports you wherever you are in your journey. We are a place to connect with other caregivers, but more importantly, a place to get practical, actionable help. There are lots of ways for you to get support First of all, you can download our welcome pack. This will get you started on your Thrive journey. Next, you can ask and get answers to your questions by posting them here in our private Facebook groups. You can also get live online support by attending one of our live weekly Connect webinars. You can get practical, actionable advice by listening to our weekly podcast. You can hear and read other stories about other caregivers' experiences. Plus, add your own in our weekly Share Your Story forum 
posted every Tuesday in the Facebook group, you can access essential resources and download practical Thrive Solutions Packs, all of which are geared to help you thrive as a caregiver. You can get lifetime access to all of our resources. Again, we're here to support you and help you thrive and to enjoy your life as a caregiver. And remember, this is a place to get hope, not just cope. Sometimes it feels like the sun will never rise, like the birds will never sing again. 